playing booch ball. Booch. We playing booch ball. Freed's at the hotel, motel, holiday and express. He's got that unstable internet connects. I'm telling you, Freed, once I get this little boy rapper persona off the ground, it's going to be curtains for you. You're going to ditch me? Yeah, I'm going international. Mr. International Worldwide, little boy, a.k.a. LB, a.k.a. Young Pound. What up? Young Pound it. Mm, I just it. thought of that. LB, Young Pound. <laughs> I need to write this shit down. Thank God we're recording, Freed. Hello and welcome back to Boochball, the only podcast on the internet talking kombucha and college sports. I'm Alex, joined as always by my lovely co-host, Freed. How you doing over there, Freed? I'm Freed. I'm in Louisiana. I am hungry for some Cajun food, and the only thing standing between me and a big bowl of gumbo is this youth XL-sized man staring back at me in my camera. That's right. And I got the tank top on today, Freed. I've been hitting the pull-up bars, bro. I'm looking good, son. It's Wall City, young pound. So, Freed, you're in the bayou right now. Where in Louisiana are you, Freed? Homa. Homa? Homa, home on the range. Okay, <laughs> so you're there. You're picking up rocks and putting them back down again. Well, cool. Well, this is like a, just a... A regular geography over here, Freed. You're, you know, you're traveling across the nation. That might be like a little, a little teaser as to what might be in store on this episode. Statesonly.com. At me. Miami Hurricanes got a rare win over the... I think this was the first time Miami covered the spread all season. Since Bethune-Cookman, yeah. You know what? Miami still showed up and got the win, and that hasn't been a given this year. And they've already lost to a couple of bad teams. So Yes, they have. Can't complain. UCLA out of the playoff race after losing to Arizona. Really? Really, really. Also in the Pac-12, don't say Phoenix, he did it again. Washington got the outright win. That big Phoenix energy freed. I need to get into this Phoenix guy. You like Phoenix, don't you? Yeah, I really do. I think Washington's my new team. I think I'm a Husky. That's interesting because I'm I'm a big Beaver guy. Oregon State all the way. Really? Phoenix and Beavers here on Boochball. All right. Well, that's exciting. Uh, well, the, the horny toads. Wait, wait. Freed, how did we fare in our Boochball bet last week? We both went two and two. I think I've gone two and two like four straight weeks, but I actually won a Booch bet on a tiebreaker because you picked Georgia Tech to win and I had faith in a double digit Canes win. Ah, rats. I was tempering my expectations. You know, every once in a while, Freed, I'm hedging my bets though, Freed. You know, we, Fair enough. we, we got the win. These booch bets. I don't know how I'm going to pay my rent here in Brooklyn. Cash that in the bank, little boy. Young pound. Let's go. Let's get it. Speaking of cash and booch to the bank, Quinn Ewers not living up to that million-dollar booch deal as the Longhorns were just stymied by TCU. Didn't see that one coming. Damn. That's, uh, yeah, 17 to 10. That's like a That's like a Big Ten game right there. Pretty much. But we'll talk more about the Big Ten later on in this episode. We don't really care about the other games from last week's slate. Let's move right along here, shall we? I think it's time for the first segment of Boochball, which is, of course, what we're drinking. What we're drinking. Down on the bayou, pickings are slim, but Ashenberry Bliss is in season. We're going back to GTs for a purple boy. 
Yeah, this is a purple boy. This is a purple boy with a little pinkish purple wrapper. Very feminine energy here. Passionberry bliss. Um, this is a lot of sediment on the bottom of the line when I scoop it. Tons of sediment, yeah. Same here. I wonder why that is. I first I looked at that and I thought it was like chia seeds at first. You ever have a chia booch? I like those. Honestly, the chia booch I'm pretty sure was the first kombucha that like I remember getting, and I remember being off put by it because I was like, I have to like swallow all of these things. Have you ever done the mama chia slurp packs where you just like slurp down the straight chias? Those are good. It's like next level chia. It's like extra thick. You know what I do like? I like a chia pudding. I like chia pudding too. It's one of the few desserts you can kind of have on a whole 30 diet. That's right. Yeah. Chia pudding is good because it's like, it's because you know it's a pudding and there's something about still being able to chew it that I think is valuable. And when I have to drink chia seeds, I'm like, I feel like I should be chewing them, but I can't. Super quick, super healthy recipe for you boochies. One can of coconut milk, enough chia seeds to thicken it up, teaspoon of vanilla. That's it. Just let it set, let it get thick, and then eat it with mangoes. Oh my gosh, to die for. This is a great recipe. Enough chias to make it thick. You know what I'm saying? Perfect. <laughs> Put that right, on the food network. Let's crack this thing open. A little sniff test. Sniff test. This is going to be tart. You can smell the tartness off the right off the bat. It's muy tropical, though. It smells very fruity to me. I'm going to chug it. <sighs> I like it. It's fruity. It's tart. I'm not picking up on any particular flavor. I guess passion fruit. Yeah. No, it's pa yeah, yeah, for sure. It's leading with passion fruit. Yeah, I suppose it is. I don't know what the berry is. This is giving me kind of guava vibes. And but I I'd be surprised if there was strawberries in here. Let's should we I think take it's a raspberry. I think it's raspberry. It's very sour. Do you want me to look? Yeah, let's do it. Gigi's kombucha, green tea, blackberry juice. Wow. wow. We've never seen a blackberry booch. I You're love blackberries. Blackberries are kind of hit or miss. Sometimes they can be kind of bitter. Yeah, but that's the excitement. That's the thrill of the chase. You know what I saw? I was seeing something about children being picky eaters on Twitter. And somebody was talking about how their kids don't like fruits. But like they love like snacks. Like they like wheat thins, whatever, Doritos, stuff like that. And they're like, why is that? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> but I mean, obviously the first thing is that they're constructed, constructed in a laboratory to try to create endorphins they're in your brain. designed to be addictive. Right. But they're, and they're also uniform. Like if you have one wheat thin, the next wheat thin will taste exactly the same as the last wheat thin. That's a major factor with fruit because it's tough to get really good, consistent fruit. It's like three out of four, yeah. you know, are fine. And then that fourth grape or blueberry is like mushy and you're like, eh. And one of the, one of the worst things, Freed, in all of human existence, okay, is when they bite into an apple and they find out that it's kind of mealy. I don't think that's ever happened to me. 
you, you never bit into an apple and it's like it's not as crisp as you thought it was like it's yeah like, okay it's i i just i guess i didn't really know what mealy is i just don't eat that many apples so i used to think mealy meant that it had mealworms in it but i also don't know let's look up what the what mealy means i think of mealy as being like not firm kind of having like this texture that's like icky just off yeah mealy um covered with granules resembling meal so it's of like or containing meal what is meal <laughs> what does it mean if something's mealy soft dry and friable friable what's friable f-r-i-a-b-l-e that means it powders it means it, it, uh, yeah, yeah friable means it, it powders easily crumbled so think about cornmeal or like flour meal or whatever it's like a granular like flour very soft very smooth kind of but granular so right. i guess that's what you're coming with with one of those apples that's not quite crisp it's just right yeah and to go back to it that's what when kids you know these children you they like to know they like to have children crave structure or so i've read on twitter and so if they have one blueberry that's good and then they have another one and it's like soft and disintegrating and it's mealy and whatnot, that's bad. And then it makes them not want to eat fruit and just wants them to eat wheat thins the whole time. And that's the problem with this country. I love the parents. Do you like the passionberry bliss? It's sour. It's, like it's very sour. Um, I actually think I really like this. I think that they nailed it with putting that blackberry in here to balance it out. To be fair, you did preface this uh, recording by saying you're very hungry. It's and true. that can sometimes translate to being very hungry for booch and being overzealous in your rankings. Mm -hmm. But let's survive in advance. We'll check back in with this later when we give it our score out of 10. That's exactly right, Freed. It's time to move on from what we're drinking, the GT's Passionberry Bliss. And start thinking about what we're thinking. What we're thinking. Friable. That's a geology word right there. Oh, I was wondering why you knew that so quick. The soil was friable between her fingers. Damn straight. <laughs> That's sexy. So I'm in tiger country today. And I'm going to be in tiger country on Saturday. Different type of tiger. I am hooked locked and loaded going to see the canes at death valley alex wow interesting your first time in death valley yes i've not been to a lot of football stadiums i've only been to games in miami games in lubbock and texas a&m those are my only college football games not including bowls i've been to i i went to the clemson campus uh me and my buddy taylor mckillop shout out atm sports bank from an earlier from season one of bootball um him and i did we were driving back from atlanta and we stopped by clemson because his fiance went to clemson and Got it. they first started dating like right like pretty like within like a year or two after we graduated and i always hated 
the fact that he was like, yeah, my girlfriend's a big Clemson fan. And we, I remember we went out into New York City and we went to like this bar and it was like this big Clemson bar. And everybody was like, they all have their fucking songs and stuff. They're like, like, oh, I'm fucking, I can't remember. I used to, I remember I was at the ACC championship game for Miami Clemson. And, oh, this is what they would do. Okay. So they would go, C L E M S O N Clemson. <laughs> yeah, and it's like awful. every like moment hey, that would happen. Nobody has more chants than the Aggies do, though. When you go to an Aggies game, those dudes are chanting. It's not just like spelling the word; they're doing full-on paragraphs, full-on novels that they're chanting, and everybody's just in tune. That's why they have to practice it. That's yeah, why they do the midnight yell. I guess exactly. Um, I'm totally going to edit what you said earlier too. I totally hate Taylor McKillop's fiance, by the way. So prepare yourself for that. I always hated his fiance. No, I love Kelsey. We love Kelsey Lundstrom. Right. It's not what you just said. (laughs) All right. So (laughs) if you're going to be out in Clemson, hit me up. We'll tailgate or something. You know, it's only an hour and a half from my mom's place in the outskirts of Atlanta. Might as well. And then we'll follow that up with another date with Dr. Lauren Zimmerman, our Thanksgiving tradition. A tradition unlike any other, Freed. Much Absolutely. like geography in a lot of ways. A new tradition to Booch Ball, but certainly unlike any other we've done on the show. That's a fact. Geography back and better than ever with a new spin today. Here's how we're going to play, Alex. Okay. I am going to give you the name of various colleges, which also happen to be states okay only states subscribe what i'm gonna want you to do is tell me how many state lines do you have to cross so for example if i was to say florida versus georgia your answer would be uh you would only cross one state line now what if i Florida georgia line exactly and now what if i said florida versus alabama um there's still a part of Florida that touches Alabama, so it would still just be one. Right. So now what if I said Florida versus Ole Miss? Mississippi. Uh, I think you have to go through Alabama to get to Mississippi, so it would be two state lines. That's right. All right. Now that we understand the game, <laughs> let's get down to business. <laughs> you tried to trick me there with the Bama one. <laughs> All right. I cover the Southeast sales territory, Freed. So you just give me some Southeast ones and then I'll, all the way up to South Carolina, I'll be good. And all then right. I, I kind of lose the plot around Virginia. Well, I'll, I'll start you in the ACC. Okay. How about this? University of Virginia at UNC. Freed, Freed, Freed. UNC and Virginia are right next to each other so oh but you're saying the shortest path is that a is that an well, important no the least amount of state lines that you could cross oh isn't it one it is one yeah, yeah. okay perfect all right let's move out west oh, god oh god okay the wyoming cowboys oh no at the california golden bears <laughs> oh uh, wyoming uh you'd have to go through 
Idaho, I think, from Wyoming. Wyoming's really square. It's to the west of Colorado. So I'm going to say you're going to have to go through Idaho for sure to get there. Um, I think I'm going to say Nevada as well, and then California. I'm going to say three, three state lines. You nailed it. Is that right? That's right. Is that the exact path? Is Idaho to the west? Yeah, that, that works. You you could have also gone through Utah instead of Idaho, but ah, um, right. but either way, you you got the route. So good stuff. How about some SEC magic? Let's do Alabama versus Mizzou. Ooh, interesting. Alabama versus Mizzou. You would have to be traveling north to get there. I'm trying to think of where Tennessee falls into all of this. So I would imagine that, and that's the thing, Tennessee, Missouri, I think Missouri is like farther west than, because Missouri was previously in the Big 12. Now they're in the SEC, but they're kind of on the outskirts. I guess Texas A&M is now even farther out than them. I'm wondering if like Arkansas factors in here. I'm going to say three again. No, the, the shortest path path is only going through Tennessee. Tennessee. Okay. So Tennessee is a tricky one because it borders a lot of states. It's very it's narrow. That long, and just the tip of Missouri does touch Tennessee. So that was a tough one. How about a little big, big 10 ac- action for you here, Alex? Minnesota Golden Gophers are going to face off with the Michigan Wolverines. If they cut through Canada. I'm going to clarify this. You're not allowed to use Canada. <laughs> And this must be a land crossing. No lakes. You can't cross a lake. Interesting. Minnesota. You'd have to go through Wisconsin for sure to get to Michigan. I'm going to say, yeah, two. Wisconsin and Michigan. That's right, because you can go from Wisconsin right to the Upper Peninsula, the UP. Mm-hmm. Pretty good, Freed. Pretty good. So we've got beavers. We've got gophers. What are other like cute woodland critters that are mascots besides beavers and gophers? I guess wolverines are sort of cute woodland. They're not critters. that cute. They're not that. We're cute. talking rodents, right? Like, yeah, like nobody's but like big rodents. What about the jackrabbits? South Dakota State. Okay, that's right. A, that's more of like a plain, a plain animal, not a forest critter. Yeah, but still good eating. Would Always. You eat gopher? Roadkill, baby. Fire it up. All right. Here's your final geography for the day. Okay. Future division rivals. UCLA versus Rutgers. <laughs> uh, going from Jersey to California. Rutgers. Rutgers and UCLA. I mean, UCLA technically is a state. Rutgers not a state. Broke the rules of your own game, Fred. Um. Oh, I don't know, Fred. There's 50 states. There's 48 of them on the continent. Pennsylvania. You know, cut through fucking other ones. 
I'm going to say 14 state lines, Freed. I can do it a nine. Really? Give me, tell me, what, how, where would I go? All right, we're crossing into Arizona. It's one. New Mexico, two. Texas, three. We're taking the southern route. Texas is big. Arkansas, four. Utilizing Tennessee. We already know it's long. Five. <laughs> You're gaming the system on me. Virginia, six. Maryland, seven. Pennsylvania, eight. New Jersey, nine. You're right there. <laughs> Little boy. <laughs> LB, Young Pound, what up, what up, what up, Freed? That is an excellent rendition of Geography Freed. Thank you. I hope you all Boochies were playing along. Let us know how you did in the comments below. Freed, it's now time for us, I think, to just check back in on the little Boocha barometer. See how this Passionberry Bliss is treating us. Boocha barometer. I'm still pretty neutral here. I think that as I've become accustomed to on GT's fruity flavors, it's just a little bit too tart for me to really get to enjoy it. I, I just, I see Dr. Dolphus in my ear telling me to brush my teeth as soon as I finish it. Cause it's just the pH is too low. My teeth are getting torn up. But what if I read you these words of enlightenment from the GT synergy bottle home is where hope is always possible. Homa? <laughs> this is a new, uh, I think this is a poem from GT Dave. It's called Begin Within. Begin with a sip of liquid life and a bold bite that's undeniably electric. Begin with a drink that is living, bubbling with nutrients and billions of probiotics. Begin with energy that nourishes your body's vitality, making you feel more alive. Begin with a taste that transforms you from within. If you are pregnant or breastfeeding, please <laughs> consult with your healthcare professional before consuming our products. Swirl gently. <laughs> All right. Free, this is going to be one of my top booches of the year. Ooh. Maybe a playoff contender? Punch the ticket, baby. Considering the booches we've had this year, we only got so many games left. I would be shocked if somebody knocks off this Passionberry Bliss. It's doing good things for me right now. This is exactly what I needed. Freed, we've told the good people what we're drinking, the GT's Passionberry Bliss. We've gone on a cross-country road trip in our minds. It's now time for the third and final segment of Booch Ball, which is, of course... Who we're picking? Who we're picking? Did you see that Cheez-It is now sponsoring the Citrus Bowl in addition to still retaining the Cheez-It Bowl? The Booch Ball Citrus Bowl would just absolutely crush it over the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl. Maybe Cheez-It will give us the Citrus Bowl. The GTs, uh, what are they? No, they don't have California Citrus anymore. It's called yeah, Tangerine it's Dream, Dream now. Dream, yeah. I just saw it today. But they do have a, there's a rose, like it could be a, the, the brew doctor bubbly oh, rose bowl. Who <laughs> <laughs> we picking? First game, Illinois at Michigan, Michigan favored by 18 points. How many state lines they got across? Holy tits. I'm thinking just one. Just one. 
Yeah. Illinois at the Big Blue. <laughs> the Big Ten West Conference or their division or whatever. That's a clusterfuck. They got four teams that are four and three in conference right now. And Purdue actually has a good chance to end up getting smacked by Ohio State in a couple weeks. But for now, Illinois at Michigan, 18 points. Michigan is in one of those modes right now where they have to beat teams by as much as humanly possible Mm -hmm. in order to have a chance if they lose a game. Just like you saw Tennessee this weekend, who was putting it on in garbage time, calling timeouts to get that extra touchdown. Expect Michigan to do something similar. They're going to go try to score an extra touchdown if they get the chance. They're going to cover. I'm right there with you, Freed. You have to pick Big Blue in the week leading up to Dr. Lauren Zimmerman being on the show. It's a sign of good faith for the Boochball podcast. Wow, we get Dr. LZ for the game episode again? Is, do we always do that? Yeah, it's a Thanksgiving tradition unlike any other. Really is. Mm-hmm. All right, fair enough. Let's go to the SEC. Another team with a big spread in conference. Tennessee favored by 21.5 at South Carolina. Who are you picking here? Oh, Freed, I'm. Uh, I still like to ride Tennessee. I've been kind of riding them all season. Um, that when they're not playing Georgia, they're usually winning and winning by a lot. So I'm gonna go ahead and take Tennessee on this one. I'm playing playing favorites today. I think 21 and a half is just too much. Even with Tennessee doing what they do, I think South Carolina is gonna score. I expect Tennessee to win easily, but I think South Carolina can keep it under 20. We shall see, Fred. Traveling out west, what's the shortest route between Utah at Oregon? Oregon minus three. That's a tough one. I think just two. You go through Nevada. Does Nevada and Oregon touch tips? I don't know. Oh, yeah. They touch more than tips. Oregon gets out there to the east, baby. It's a big state, big boys. Who you got? These two teams are both out of the playoff picture now with two losses each, but they both still want to play in that Pac-12 championship game. And this is essentially a de facto semifinal game. Whoever loses this one is out of the conference championship conversation. They're both going to want it. I like Utah on the road. Not so fast, my friend. Not so fast. Just because the Oregon got knocked down this past week. Oregon's got a big Phoenix hangover going on right now. Oregon does have a big Phoenix hangover. But, you know, what do you do when you have a Phoenix hangover, Freed? You get back in the fucking saddle and you live to ride again. And that's why I got the ducks in this one. All right. Okay, we're talking sediment pick Big Ten, the lowest possible scoring game imaginable this season. And that's why I chose them for the sediment pick, in addition to the fact that this is a states-only episode. Mm-hmm. We got Iowa at Minnesota. I'm looking right now, but what do you think the over-under in this game is? Oh, the over-under for this game, it can't be more than like, it can't be more than 40. I guarantee you it's under 25. Really? Like I would I personally would bet the under down to single digits in this game. <laughs> Do you know what it is? The official over under is 32.5. That seems yeah. astronomical for these two teams. <laughs> Pound the under. Pound it. Well, Freed, we talked about them earlier. I think Minnesota stays golden. 
I cannot pick Iowa for anything this year after what they've put us through. Stay golden and go furs. I'm right there with you. <laughs> boy. <laughs> um, oh, that was our sediment pick, by the way. Yeah. I don't even want to drink it. As a tradition. Wait, you don't want to drink it? You don't want to chug it? I'm going to fill up my space. I'm about to fill my tummy with gumbo. Right. Whatever. Fuck it. What you got to do. From the heart of Death Valley, you will be reporting live as Miami. Bruised, but not broken. Traveled to Clemson. Clemson 19-point favorites. And according to ESPN, they have a 90.3% chance of winning. Who you got? Miami lost to Middle Tennessee State as 20-point favorites. It can happen. It can, but it probably won't. I mean, Jay Curry is going to start. Miami's only chance in this game is if they come out hot. They've got to show that they can run the ball, pound the rock, hold time of possession. If they can somehow do that, maybe get a few scripted plays on drives where they can throw the ball deep, they have to score 14 points in the first quarter. Otherwise, this game is over. I do feel like DJ Uyunglele, still not the guy. I mean, Cam Kitchen's going to be lurking back there. Miami. (laughs) He's only thrown five interceptions all season. Yeah, but how many is he going to throw this weekend? We'll see. All I'm saying is... I do think Miami has a chance. It's not a great chance, but it could happen. Give me 17 points for the Canes, 28 for Clemson. Ooh, Freed. I got 13 points for the Canes and 30 for Clemson. Okay. So what's our spread? What's the booch ball spread? I'm at... uh, I got 17. I'm at 11. You're at 17, so the spread's 14 points, two touchdowns. Hopefully I'm wrong. We can only hope. But you know what? Ja'Curry looked... Is it Jakari or Jakari? I think it's pronounced Jakari. I think yeah. so. I think that's what they're saying. Yeah. Um, I mean, I they could have they could have helped us out with the spelling a little bit. There's no need for the U if if that's what we're going with. But it is all about the U. Jakari, fuck, Jakari is fucking electric out there. Yeah, he like, can move. He took a like a cube. He just like took a run play, and he just started to the outside and just took the sideline and it was like he was like going out of bounds but he still like jumped he like jumped over a guy he jumped next to a guy like he jumped next to him but he was just like it looked good on tv so impressive i was like oh shit like that guy could have jumped over that guy he is an athlete and a half let's see what he looks like against actual power five competition before we already did we saw it against florida state and it did not look great looked better than Tyler Van Dyke with his arm hanging off. Poor Tyler Van Dyke, man. I'm getting depressed. Let's get out of here. God, terrible. All right. This picks are in. It's now time for us to give our final score to the GT's Passion Berry Bliss. How are you feeling about this one, Freed? My thoughts haven't changed throughout the episode, kind of from my expectation to the first sip to continuing to go through, it was just a little too sour for me. Um, It's a fine kombucha, but there's a lot of better perhaps, 
or at least more distinctive options out there. If you, I mean, you, you know what you're going to get with GTs. If you've tried one fruity GTs flavor, you've tried them all. I can't quite recommend it, but I'd probably buy this again. The tartness is just a little too overpowering for me. I'm going to go 6.5. Freed, I loved this booch, and I think they... I think they nailed it. I was skeptical about this one going in. Whenever I see passion fruit, whenever I see guava, whenever I see stuff like that, I'm always like, okay, this is going to be like super sweet coat the back of my tongue, but freed. And when I saw berry, I'm like, okay, here we go again. Is it going to be a fucking blueberry? Okay, great. Blackberries freed. Blackberries have made all the difference in this booch. And I think that it is the tartness that really saves this kombucha and stops it from being just one of the other tropical fruity booches. Um, I think that the, I think that the naming, the passionberry bliss, the missed opportunity for the name. All of their fucking things have like something gingerberry, blank something berry, cherry berry. Like, tell me what's it's a black, black passion like purple passion what about like, black passion is that a passion yeah i don't know if you could get away with that no because it has it's still purple but like that they kind of like catered this they made it like this very like effeminate bottle with this like light purple want it to be edgier a little darker yeah they can go darker with this one um black label passionberry passionberry passion black berry purple passion black label passion i mean i would have called it the purple people eater purple bucha drinker that's me freed this was a delicious booch straight up eight out of ten scores are in let's see what the etf5 bot has to say about our final score for the week people boop boop people boop, boop, boop. We got a new leader in the clubhouse this season, boys. Oh, yeah, yeah. we do. 0.25. My first sip. What was it? 7.25. Excellent. Yeah, I knew that right off the jump for you. Right from my first sip, I knew that this was going to be a special booch, at least as far as this season goes. There it goes. It slots in to the top 25, just past the GT's Gingerade, which is one of my go to booches. Uh, Gigi's Gingerade now rounding out the top 20 as the Passionberry Bliss, the PB Bliss. <laughs> Something sounds off about that. The Passionberry Bliss slots in at number 19. Easily my favorite booch of the season. Well, good work, Freed. We've done it. Another episode of Booch Ball in the books. Boochies, thank you for joining us here on Booch Ball. Join us next week as we bring in everyone's favorite doctor lauren hershey zimmerman to the program and freed i'm hearing a rumor that we might be drinking some hard kombuchas for the first time on the show it's gonna be a party don't miss it if you're gonna be in clemson south carolina this weekend hit me up we'll give you a little preview of that hard booch episode in person absolutely freed freed good to see you go eat some gumbo boochies we love you go canes and as always Stay cultured. Peace. (laughs) 
saucy. Booch. We playing booch ball. Booch. We playing booch ball.